Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. Hello, everyone. Hello. Oh, welcome to the episode of Hypecast. Hypecast. It's the show where we get hyped about stuff and things. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I'm your other co-host, David Bell. And you guys remember me? I'm Video Drew. Drew Grant. Hey, Hi. it's you. Hey. Hey. Drew, how are you? I'm doing, uh, you know, way better than the last time I was, I think, on this podcast. I was, I was a little bit sick last time, <laughs> but now I'm doing A-OK in the moment. I'm glad. Thank you. No, I'm, gl- I'm, I'm glad, glad you're feeling better. I'm glad you're feeling better, but I'm also glad we got Loopy Drew as a guest. Uh, yeah, that was it fun. It was <laughs> funny to try to listen to that back because I was like, oh, I was like more chill, I think, than usual. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was kind of like searching for a couple words, a couple ideas there that, uh, you know, I, I generally, and it's been kind of hard. Like my memory's gone a little bit, um, so sometimes mm-hmm. words are harder to come by and I am a little quieter, but oh, we'll yeah. that goes. No, that's... No, no, I, I totally, I totally get that. I, I lose a little bit more each day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so I mm-hmm. totally right there with you. The other day, I forgot about the <laughs> yeah. uh, part of your body that explodes sometime and makes you go to the doctors and they remove it. And the it's, appendix. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. The butt. Mm-hmm. The butt. The butt. Oh, yes. Appendix. The, yeah. the butthole. Took me forty-five minutes. Forty-five minutes to come up with that word. <laughs> I went. These things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had like a twelve-hour period where I couldn't remember Ed Harris's name. Oh God. Oh, that's so sad. That's so it was back in high school. It, it was frightening. It's a more frightening memory than the car accident I was in. Mm-hmm. Right. No, that's that's exactly yeah. what it is. The memory stuff is so scary because you're just like, yeah. oh no, am I am I dumb now? Am I dumb? Do I not know There's... movie trivia? Am I dumb? Right. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is uh, I was T-boned by Ed Harris in that car accident, oh. so I think that might have something to do with it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That that's out. fishy. Yeah. How do you remember who T-boned you? Hmm. It's a real catch yeah. too, yeah. yeah. It's a real, it's a real inception. That Ed Harris, man, he'll get yeah. you. He will. He will. And that's why I get the tattoos that say, don't believe his lies. Yeah. Right. <laughs> With the drawing the of Ed, Ed Harris' Harris. <laughs> face. Yeah. <laughs> I want that tattoo so bad now, because it, what's funny about it is that people would look at it and they'll, and they'll be like, that's the wrong actor, too. Yeah. Like, that, he's not, he's not he's even not in, in that movie. They'll just think yeah. that someone did, did you... a very bad Joey Pants tattoo. Right, yeah. They just did <laughs> yeah, a, exactly. A, a, the, a, a drawing of Joe Pantoliano that was so wrong. It's a drawing of Ed Harris. Right. Or so right. And then you're like, no, it's Ed Harris. Right. And they're like, Ed Harris. And you're like, yeah. And they're like, was he in that? And it's like, no. 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 Unrelated. Yeah. yeah. Unrelated. Unrelated. Yeah, but you know, if, We're you, make... if you have people asking that about that deep cut of a, a, a Nolan film, then like, you know what? Fuck them. 
Fuck them. Yeah. That's exactly. what, you fuck them. We're going to sell this as a t-shirt, Dave. Yeah. yeah oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> don't believe his lies. It's don't Ed believe Harris. his lies. Yeah. But we'll make, oh, it a draw- it. we'll make it a drawing of Ed Harris from the, uh, what was it, Knight Riders? The motorcycle movie. Uh, yeah, Knight Riders. Yeah, yeah oh, I love we'll that. do that. Yeah. Incredible film. The old, we'll, get one, we'll get one purchase by Ed Harris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, who will be uh, probably wearing You're going to get 20 purchases from PLD, uh, one of the Schmodown scriptwriters who was so obsessed with Ed Harris, so obsessed uh, that he made it an entire category and then turned it into 90% of the Schmodown finale, which just, <laughs> which just all Ed Harris questions. It was such a good troll. He will buy 100 of the shirts. Uh, that's I'm pretty glad, incredible. I'm glad he'll buy 100 of the shirts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because no one else will. Mm-hmm. I think just, we I think we uh, sell four Ed, of Ed them Harris. a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys are underestimating um, the Harrisverse. I guess yeah. we are. Harris Hive. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see when that Harris Hive activates. <laughs> um, Dave, let's uh, let's start the show. Let's start sure. the show. Let's thank some producers. We have some wonderful producers mm-hmm. through our Patreon, and we would like to thank them. Starting with a big thank you to Driftless, the negotiating Cenobite. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Humbraces. Hail Ratma. Hail Ratma. Thank you to Heathcliff's Helping Hamfuls. Thank you. Thank you to the conveniently placed self-destruct button on the top of every baby's head. So convenient. Thank you to James Cameron's Prolapse Locomotive. Speaking of Ed Harris. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you to Snapper Car Punches God in the Dick. And how. Thank you to At Nerd Numbers. Thank you. Thank you to Mike the Lurker. Thank you. Thank you to Dracula the Bus Driving Vampire. Toot toot. Thank you to Brockway Loves the Meat Millie. Oh, he does. Thank you to David, a knife boot on Elm Street, Henson. Thank you. All right, let me swoop in here like a bat. Uh, yeah. Thank you to Grubblebee. Thank you. Thank you to Screaming Horse Pyramid. Thank you. Thank you to Look Mom on a podcast. Thank you. Thank you to Jay the Crow Baron says, give us a crow emoji. Hashtag join the murder. Okay. Thank you. We can do that. We can make a crow emoji. Yeah. A crow emoji. Crow emoji, yeah. Um, thank you to Deborah's Awesome. Barbara's Great and Cancer can go to hell. Thank you. Thank you to Numino Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis Anti Disestablishmentarianism Jones. Thank you. Thank you to Rosemary's Baby from Eraserhead. Thank you. Thank you to Chiz Killy Tits. Thank you. <laughs> thank you to these seven bees. Thank you. And thank you to Breezy Boo Easy. Thank you. We're and still- once again, I I will not change back your Halloween names nope. unless you specifically ask me. They to. will remain spooky year round. Yep. All right. So sp- speaking of, I don't know, spooky, mm-hmm. uh, we have a trailer for Avatar, The Way of Water. Mm-hmm. Bone chiller. Um, I think we, I posed this question, and I think this answers it, uh-huh. which was, what what is Sigourney Weaver in this? Right. And it seems to revolve around their daughter, teen Sigourney Weaver, being like, I can feel her inside of me. And I assume he's talking, she's talking about, what's her name, Grace? Grace? Yes. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Grace Weaver. <laughs> okay. Wait, really? And uh, I, yeah. I assume that's a plot point. I mean, yes. it has to be because at first I was like, oh, she's talking about the planet. Like the, the planet has a feeding right. heartbeat. But you know, why would they cast Sigourney Weaver, who does not sound like she's modulating her voice at all for this? It just sounds like Sigourney Weaver. Uh, and it looks like it's supposed to look like her. That's yeah. the other thing. Huh. Yeah, the little little critter is like a like a reincarnation or a I don't know like yeah. a, like a like a DNA slop version. Yeah. Of so Sigourney. That's, that's interesting. I'm 
super curious about what this is actually about. Because are they just going to do the humans again? Yeah, it looks like robots. Are they, like, Giovanni Rubisi comes back with a vengeance? Like I assume so. Well, yeah, they had those. They had those robots in the in the Foist movie. Oh. Those little robot suits. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's also Stephen Lang's in this, right? Yeah. Oh. And he uh, super died. He did. So, huh. I think there's going to be a plot point about reincarnation in general. Right, where he's going to I gonna, think that's going to be a factor. He's going to be an AI probably, and Sigourney will be oh. like this organic oh. version of it. Oh, you guys know why that works? Cuz you guys have heard the avatar theory, right? The fan theory that um Mm-mm. Pandora is actually the Matrix. It's it's a sentient uh it's Ah, oh, Jesus. No, it's a sent no, it's a sentient um uh, software or like hardware or whatever it, it is when you plug in oh the planet is yeah. like yeah because they all plug into mm-hmm. it and that that's why yes. the planet like has I its mean, own virus that can repel invaders no, yeah that, that's that, that makes sense but i i don't know that i i feel like see, we're supposed to pick that up mm-hmm. you know what i mean right tom you're saying that he comes back as like human made oh AI. yeah yeah correct like an artificial like ai i and agree that's then, a theory but yeah. I also think there's a possibility that he will be in the planet. That he will be a villain that manifests oh, like maybe. the way Grace reincarnated. Because if you recall, she, oh, they did plug her they in, plug, didn't they? They, they, they tried to plug to her save in. Her. They tried to plug her in. They plugged her in, okay. but they didn't consider her. I'm just, yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering if there's a new mechanism at play where it's like, like it's the idea that Grace, the realization of like she's reincarnated they realize like, oh shit, so is Stephen Lang for some reason. I don't know. There's a lot of ways to go with it. It's mm-hmm. clear that James Cameron has found an interesting way to bring back the dead characters. Though. It's like Terminator plus his favorite. Like, it's, this is all James Cameron's favorite things, right? It is Terminators. Yeah. yeah. It's Terminators, three kinds of them. The it ocean. Is the ocean and space. He found a way to put space and the ocean together. Those are his yeah. yep. favorite things in the world. Three kinds of Terminators, two kinds of oceans, one kind of Pandora. It um mm-hmm. and it's over three hours. Okay. Yes. I heard. Do you kind of worry yeah. that um that Wakanda Forever is going to look at this and be like, "What the hell?" Like we were we we're doing the ocean thing. Like we're doing the Namor thing. You can't. You guys can't take like the flying on whales storyline. Yeah, the trailers have similar imagery, but I think I think Wakanda Forever is going to be a better film hmm. or <laughs> a film that I personally like more. I think Avatar: The Way of Water is probably going to hilariously make billions and billions of dollars. Of course. Uh, yeah. You think so? Because it's James Cameron. Because the thing is, like, yeah. in retrospect, do people, like, in, with time being a factor here, do you think there's a, still a lot of Avatar stands? I guess there is. There are people who are, like, weirdly obsessed with it and the hair dragon thing and, like, it's like a fetish. Yeah. But. I don't know. Here's what. The fandom always seemed real quiet, but, like, the the reason Avatar did so well is because it was such a huge hit worldwide. And mm-hmm. I think probably the, sa- the same thing is going to be true because jim cameron knows all of the blockbuster buttons to press Mm -hmm. yeah i also think people myself included criticize the timing on this of like who needs Mm -hmm. this and like yeah i I, adults most adults are probably like what the fuck but when did the first avatar come out 2009 no nine 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 (laughs) so so if someone was i don't know five or ten years old that's their childhood and this is coming out now. It's going to kind of, I, I think it is going to be kind of like how the Obi-Wan series, where they're like, we got back Hayden Christensen, and all these young people are like, yeah! And all the old people are like, why? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it'll be that. I think there'll be a this demographic is... of people 
who are going to be pumped yeah. because they grew up on this fucking movie. Well, the other thing is that even with like people from like our generation that I talk to or see talking about Avatar Online, it, whatever they say about it, it always ends with, I'm still going to see it. Yeah. So well, yeah, we're because, all gonna watch this movie. I mean, it took me. <laughs> Wait, that's the other thing. It, Go ahead. Yeah. No, it just it looks pretty. Yeah. It, I I'm gonna take some mushrooms and chill out for three hours and go see <laughs> it. You have to give me your mushroom guy. Uh, no, I I think that you know. Have you guys been keeping up with the extended lore of Avatar? You know, through the books, through the uh, Navi land they have. Because Jenny Nicholson, no. Jenny Nicholson, uh, Jenny Nicholson did a great video on the, like the Navi land and how they all have to talk about uh, the movie of avatar as if it's like a documentary like they talk they speak of the documentary oh no and they all have their own thing yeah danny nicholson uh has this great video you guys should all check it out about the pandora world uh i forget if it's a disney or it's somewhere but one of the one of the theme parks has it and it sounds amazing it sounds like they really do have some sort of extended lore and i just wonder if we're gonna need to like tap it's in. animal kingdom right yeah 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only thing I know about the animal, I've I've never gone because I haven't gone to Disney mm-hmm. since I was like little, uh, and I want to go back. I really want to, but um, the um, I heard that they had a really good animatronic, and then they replaced mm-hmm. it with a fucking video, mm-hmm. and that bums me out. Yeah. that's the only thing I know. Um, do you think Michelle Rodriguez is going to be the person that cameos like, and everyone's going to be like, yes, yes? I hope. That would be so cool. Didn't she super die? Yeah, but so you said it after Stephen Lang. <laughs> right. She exploded, she exploded. Which is going to be harder to yeah. write into it. Well, again, but I hope. If, you, if you get the idea that, uh, wait, what is this? David Thewlis? What the heck? David Thewlis? Is he in there? Uh, I know the, the Kate Winslet's oh, in there. Oh, it's because mm-hmm. this is down the line. He's going to be somewhere in Avatar 4 and 5. <laughs> or 5 and oh, 6, okay. yeah. Sure. Well, of course, he's he's always kind of on call, David Thewlis. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like for any of these CTF. movies, yeah, when you need yeah. a, you need a British guy to throw in there. Oh wow! Yeah. I want to <laughs> I want a Titanic reunion. I want Leo back. I want to see Leo show up in. You this. know what? Here, do you guys want to hear some surprise casting? Is this a spoiler just to show you who's going to be in the next in, in this upcoming movie? To tell you some uh, special names. Who? Cliff Curtis, Edie Falco, yes, Jermaine Clement. Jermaine Clement yep. is going to be in this movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Very good. Brendan Cowell. Um, it looks like Kate Winslet will be in the 2022 version. I thought she was going to be in the next one. Um, and it looks like at the one after this is going to have Michelle Yeoh. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Don't that for- is, yeah. Don't forget Vin Diesel's in there somewhere. Really? I, I don't see yes, him. Yes, he is. I don't see him. Mm-hmm. Really? He's in there? Huh. Yeah. Huh. It, you know, yeah. It's going to be a whole thing. This is, Yeah. This is out of control. I I officially have Avatar fever, yeah. folks. <laughs> this is the first trailer that's made me be like, okay, like now I'm now I'm like excited to see this movie. Yeah, yeah. same here because oh. this looks kind of cool and epic and shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and, the and, others and like, oh, go ahead. I'm just excited to see where the story is going to go because, like you said, like uh, there also seems to be something where they're at war with like or they're they're fighting with other Navi. Uh, because like he's an outsider, like you know, I'm just really interested to see what. The- yeah, he's a weird freak. He's a weird freak. Yeah, and like uh, the, the whole Matrix storyline, I really want to see that be something that's dealt with. Yeah, like it's, I, it's- when do they start going on? Do they breathe underwater? Is that a thing about them now? Is that always been? I don't it doesn't know. look like it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's weird that he can he makes sperm right because mm-hmm. like he they just built him. Mm-hmm. He's like a synthetic creature. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. I don't know, man. Is that? 
But good for him, I guess. Is it fucked up? Are you saying for robots to be able to mate with, uh, pen- with Navi? Well, he's he's like an organic robot. It's just, mm-hmm. he's terrifying. Yeah. When you think about him, he's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's if you uh, play it through the Pocahontas lens, it's even weirder still. Because like, uh, yeah. I watched Pocahontas again recently. Disney version, not to get off track, is just really weird. It ends up with him leaving. John Smith just going, bye, see ya. And this right. is the opposite, that... This is just him being like, no, I'm going to stay here forever and be as... Yeah, he's just like, ah, fuck yeah. it. I do, love, I do love that Pocahontas ends with John Smith leaving, and it's like, well, that's what that's what happened in history. I'm like, you're concerned about history now? But that isn't what happened yeah. in history. That is also just not what happened. He took her back, and it, it, it wasn't even him. It was some other guy. John, John Rolfe took her back. Yeah. Not John Smith. Exactly. Hmm. He fucked off. Yeah. No, he, did, he didn't even know her until, uh, possibly until... She was already famous back in London. That's that's the working theory. Huh. I, I mean, maybe you guys knew so much about Pocahontas. I'm doing an Australian. I mean, I know, I know, I know what you learn in school. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyway. I, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, this. I don't know. I've been very cynical about this mm-hmm. one, but like, I th- I feel like since <laughs> since this first was announced, and there was this the cynicism of like this will never happen, but now that it's here. And now that I'm just exhausted with other blockbusters, I'm like, yeah, give me Avatar. Yeah, I could I me, could go for an Avatar right g- now. G- give me a James Cameron, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um all right. Next trailer is for A Christmas Story Christmas. We had the teaser for this. This is the trailer. Yeah. What what are your you guys' thoughts on this? I don't get and I apologize, because maybe it's because I'm Jewish or whatever, but I've never understood the appeal of a Christmas story. I don't I don't understand how it's a comedy. Like, I, I don't understand anything about it. Like, it is like watching a foreign alien species trying to, like, give me their f- most funny movie or something. I'm trying to think of a an equivalent, because there's a lot of comedies about Jewish families, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess maybe like a Woody Allen something, but like, it just seems so, um, yeah. it seems so it's, foreign it's, to me. Right. It's it's sort of foreign to me, too, because we talked about last time, this is kind of a boomer era comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the original. And it's kind of like, it's like the Sandlot is the same place where it's like a nostalgic coming of age about a life that I personally never really had. <laughs> where it's like, oh, you know, we all went and played baseball. And I'm like, nope, I don't know that. <laughs> Didn't do that. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's, a, it's in that area where it's like you can recognize a little bit from it of childhood um but i i really think it was us kind of growing up with our parents showing us it yeah because it was more and it seems like this is going to be more about our childhood the 80s mm-hmm. i guess what i want to say is for this existing i think they're doing the right thing based on this trailer does that make sense maybe like yeah. this looks cute it looks fine yeah it looks like they've brought as many people back as are still alive uh, yeah, and, and it, that's nice. And there's some there's some cheesy callbacks, but of course, it looks yeah. for the most part like they're <laughs> trying to make a new story. <laughs> the best part about this trailer is absolutely when he looks at that picture of his dead dad and the ghostly voice says, "Ghost yeah. fragile," and I was like, "That's a comment. That's yeah. funny." I'm not sure if it's supposed to be, but it's funny. the funniest thing I've ever seen happen in the Christmas story verse. <laughs> yeah, what I would say is the humor is about the same <clears throat> as the original. Is I guess what I'm trying to say, where it's like this feels like a sequel. It doesn't feel like they modernized it in a in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't Question. know. Question. Um, I just had it for a second. What is what is 
his voice doing? Because his voice in the original, that guy was a kid. So how is his voice now that he's an adult, like the voice in his head, the narrator voice, still the same voice as when he was a kid, but also not his voice currently? Is there a point in the future where his voice... Is it not his voice currently? No, that's 100% his voice. It's his voice? How, okay. He just grew up to have the yeah. same exact voice as the narrator? From the original? No, the narrator the narrator voice is different. The narrator of the original movie has been dead for decades. That's what I figured. Yeah, but the narrator in the original is supposed to be him as an adult. Yeah. Right. So his voice should sound similar. It sounds should good. sound like that to guy, yeah. The narrator, so, but yeah. It, but it doesn't. Oh no, really? Because he grew up. Oh, I thought it sounded exact I thought the narrator voice in this trailer sounded exactly like the voice from the original, and I was like, How is that possible? Like it doesn't right. it, do- <laughs> it doesn't at all, okay. Drew. Okay, then you know what? <laughs> Oh, I, don't, I was I was I was in the same place where it felt like it was like I was like that nah, I don't I don't remember the voice but it just sounded like it could have been sounds right yeah I yeah. mean I've yeah it's it sounds fine like I've I have seen this movie probably fifty times the original movie just Weird. just because it's it was a it was a Christmas tradition at my house mm-hmm. um, you know because my dad grew up in the Midwest in like the 50s and 60s so like christmas story is like about his childhood so right we watched this movie constantly um so i just have a, a much clearly much more clearly formed memory of the original movie in my head i guess I, well it's, um, it's funny that he says my dad used to make christmas look easy while he's like messing with a tree and i'm like really I, th- I thought the point of the movie was that like the original movie was that his dad was like a griswold almost like he did not make it look easy uh, his dad's not a Griswold. He's just this. He's like absent from most of the movie. Like the whole, the whole like thread of the original movie is that he wants this Red Rider BB gun, but he's too afraid to ask his dad for it, and his dad is the one who gets it for him in the end. But like the rest of like his dad's barely there for the movie. So he buys the lamp. He's like a very yeah. He gets that lamp. He win. He wins it in this. Anyway, it's so like. But you're you're right that it like doesn't add up mm-hmm. and really match up to the original film because like the original movie, his dad is just this ang- stereotypical angry like '40s blue collar dad. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't, he's not making the holiday look easy. He's barely paying attention to the holiday. Right. It is fascinating to me. Uh, you know, I thought the kid shot his eye out. That's the other thing. I was like, where did his eye go? How did he get it back? Um, I guess. He- oh no, it, it hits his glasses and he breaks his yeah. glasses. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not that I don't like Christmas movies. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, first Home Alone, really spoke to me. But I get, there is a large swath of Christmas movies that I just don't get. Uh, this movie I like, it seems a little bit meaner. I guess when you're an adult, like, the meaner comedy kind of works. Like, the idea of, like, him being taunted yeah. and, like, having, like, a McFly almost, like, moment. That works. It works less well for me when it's just children being cruel to each other, because that's just children being psychopathic uh, the way they are. Mm-hmm. Right. So, the yeah. way they are, yeah. Yeah. I am curious if that's the part of the message will be that he he remembers his old Christmas as being more magic. Yes. And it's about like that line about my dad made it look easy. I wonder if the moral will be like, no, he didn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't easy. In uh, like kind of like, yeah, you go back and watch that movie. It's a nightmare. And mm-hmm. it's a nightmare now. And when you're an adult, Christmas just doesn't it. It does lose a degree of that magic. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's about that. Um, and that would, I, I think, be a really interesting sequel. Mm-hmm. That would, that would be wait, wait, wait. an interesting Christmas movie, period. But yeah. What if it yeah. turns out that a lot of the first movie was a lie? We are just seeing it from his perspective. And he's like, yes, okay, what about like oh, the BB gun thing? Yep. And his mom's like, your dad never got you a BB gun. 
Like, it just turns out, like, a lot, right. it was just a lot of it was just, like, false memory of him, like, having a traumatized childhood. Uh, right. That's what I want to see. I'm not sure if that's the direction, like, but. <laughs> yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of cool things they could do with this. And I, I don't know. I kind of, it, it's interesting is that, like, yeah, this, this is, this could be a cynical cash grab, but there are things to do with this as a sequel. Mm-hmm. Uh and they might do those things because it's not hard to make this matter. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I hope they do. Yeah. I hope it's not just remember these jokes. Who Who's the guy that plays his friend that looks like he's uh, Tim Blake Nelson, but like somehow de-agedified Tim Blake Nelson. He's the one who's going down the slide. Is that somebody from the original? I, that's, I, yeah, that's, I assume he's in the original. Yeah, yeah, that's Schwartz from the original. I don't think that actor has... I mean, I assume it's the same actor because a lot of the other kids are in there and he looks the same. So it's just a guy that yeah. looked like Tim Blake Nelson when he was a kid. Perfect. perfect and now yeah. he looks like Tim Blake Nelson as a man. Interesting. Yeah. Weird. Um, all right. Another trailer. Disenchanted. <laughs> this is a sequel to, I believe, Enchanted. Enchanted, yeah. And not the Which Matt Groening s- series. Yeah. Have you guys, have you guys uh, not seen it? I never it? saw. Oh, no, I, I've I, seen I heard, I've seen Enchanted. It's good. I've heard nothing but good things. And yeah. It's it's really good. And yeah. the sequel, can I be honest? Can I be honest, guys, for a second? The sequel Please. looks really, really good. <laughs> the sequel looks I'm I wanna fall short of saying it looks uh incredible, but the the twist about her being like the evil stepmother and the sort of themes yeah. it seems to be dealing with, which is like yeah, as you grow, you either uh, die a hero, you live long enough to become the evil stepmother. Uh, we've got our, my friend Griffin Newman is playing that little squirrel that turns into uh, the evil cat, I guess. That's that's going to be dope. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, perfect. Um, he's great. I mean, just the whole thing looks like it has a really kind of, like, good beat on what a modern story tale was, uh, fairy tale is. Like, the first one was, like, subverting traditional norms, but in a very kind of safe way. You know, being like, women can be princesses, but also go off and do their own thing in the real world. But, like, this is like, no, then they get corrupted and <laughs> they get into a fight with, like, the HOA uh, administration of their building uh, or right. their neighborhood. And, uh, yeah, it, it just feels really good to me to watch that kind of, like, cruelification of Amy Adams. Mm-hmm. It's time for her to get that kind yeah. of role. Yeah, it's also Amy Adams. So, like, yeah. there's a there's a level of quality you'll ever, you'll always mm-hmm. get with her, right? Mm-hmm. Usually, mm-hmm. the woman in the window, not so much. Yeah, but uh, she's good in it. Yeah, she's, she's, good she's in fine. It. In it. The movie sucks. But like, Enchanted was really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it uh, it it is a little safe, but I did do I do appreciate that it goes as far as it does when it's like making fun of all the Disney princess tropes. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. Right. And this is like this tr- from a, from what this trailer is showing us. Like, this is a really really good idea for a sequel to that movie. Yes, yes, it's just a really good idea period but specifically a sequel mm-hmm. to this that movie like yeah, in terms of the right. character like yes please a hundred times over it's very um sondheim into the woods to make a dorky reference but like the idea that the first act is about all these fairy tale characters kind of intermingling and coming up with you know ways to solve problems and it's very like it's good but it's you know it's it's just a fairy tale and the second one is like what if the narrator gets eaten by a giant and suddenly they have no idea like how their story is supposed to go and they start killing people and they have to grapple with like the ramifications of like wh- who they are as people and the story that they tell themselves is no longer uh is no longer true is no longer right uh it, it seems like a it's got something to say to kids which i appreciate that's cool. yeah 
I I I will I will have to watch that. Mm-hmm. You should you should watch the original. Man. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things. Like my my parents or my mom really liked it, uh, and like this. Yeah, it seems like this has a really good reason to exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm into it. I just it just passed me by. You know, mm-hmm. it's like one of those where it's like, when am I going to sit down and watch Enchanted? Uh, you know what? Yeah, it was but like it was like late aughts, so it was like a weird weird time yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. So I assume it was a similarly weird time for you. Yeah, I just I watched a lot of movies throughout my whole life, but it just it's just one that yeah passed me by. Susan Sarandon, Susan Sarandon's in the first one. Very good. She Damn is. Damn right, yeah. she is. She's the evil queen. Not in this one. Mm-hmm. Good reason why. <laughs> Maya Rudolph. I assume. Yeah. Oh wait, what? Yeah, that's Maya Rudolph. Oh, yeah. oh, she gets she gets killed in the original. Is, is oh, oh, yeah, yeah. One assumes she does. Uh, does she? I think so. Right? Is there murder? Or is it still like banished? But I, can't I remember. F- she turns into a big dragon. I assume she. See, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I need to watch it again. This all right? If if they truly wanted to parody Disney, she would have to die in a horrible way, mm-hmm. right? Because that's Disney loves doing that. Just like throwing away these grisly deaths. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like when that's their jam. <laughs> Clayton gets hung by his neck in Tarzan. Yeah. It's like Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I love that era of Disney where they're like, "Yeah, fuck them." Yeah, yeah. Like n- these days, kids' movies are like, "Oh, nobody's really a bad guy." And like our generation of Disney was like, "You're gonna see this lion get torn apart alive." Yeah, and our parents' generation of Disney was just like, like destroy, like just decimate, just burned, scorched yeah. earth. Ursula is just mm-hmm. good. Yeah, we had Ursula, like, and she had to get, like, tar- tar- what's it called? She has, a, she has a boat. She has a boat yeah, through she her does. stomach. She gets Jaws the Revenge. But, like, sure uh, the Sleeping Beauty yeah. one, she turns into a dragon and gets demolished. I mean, it is violent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Disenchanted. Coming soon to Disney Plus. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about this next one Circuit Breakers. I guess. Uh, <laughs> this is an Apple TV anthology series. It's Black Mirror for kids. Which, okay, because uh, this trailer is indefucking-cipherable. Mm, like, I was yeah. like, what is this show? It's like the- Yeah, it's a bunch of stories. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like, yeah, so it's episodic anthology, which is uh, no big deal. That's that's the, when you do it uh, episode by episode yep. instead of seasonal anthology, like an American Horror Story. Just my big contribution mm-hmm. to this concept. Uh, did we need a Black Mirror for kids? Isn't don't kids inherently understand? They're growing up in a world right now that like inherently understands that it's all dystopic. I was gonna say, mm-hmm. kids are probably the least good demographic to do a Black Mirror mm-hmm. for because they're just like whatever, man. I'm ten steps ahead of mm-hmm. you. Like that's one of the things I remember at Cracked. We learned um, we would try to do articles about tech and invasion of privacy. And we just realized no one cares anymore. Yeah, the kids like the older people care. were like, yeah, older people were like, this is dystopian. And young people are like, this is just the life I was born yeah. into. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Apple knows literally everything about me. It's fine. Like, yeah. So like, uh, I also think like, I don't know, man, it, it, writing, writing for this would be a challenge for that reason. But also like adults won't want to watch this. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I, if I watch a horror thing for kids, it's fun because there's like a nostalgia and you're like, oh, maybe it's spooky and maybe it's well done. This, it's just like, what if your parents were robots? And I'm like, eh. Yeah. What if you could <laughs> get like a chip in your head that made you taller? 
Right. And it's just like, I, I guess. Like, it's going to seem like advertising. Like, but it goes wrong. And it's like, sure. Yeah. I don't know. They're like, they're they're on TikTok. They understand that it's like China spying on them through like their GPS and locations. Like, yeah. They understand that they could die from doing a TikTok challenge or that their privacy right. could be like, or their information could be leaked and nudes could show up on the internet or deep fakes. Like these kids understand implicitly that they're growing up with every technology uh, that they use on a daily basis could come back and like destroy their lives. Uh, I don't. I don't know what the yeah the scary part of that is. It's just gonna be like a documentary. It's gonna be like a product placement for them. Yeah, I I think it's gonna be for like really young kids, maybe. Th- you know, like it kind of looks like it. Oh, so it's like yeah, this- it's gonna have to be kids that are like young enough to not be cynical yet about technology. Oh, is it like a PSA? Is this like the their version of the dare like after school specials? Like kids stay away from technology. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Stay away from TikTok kids. It says McGriff the cram dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean like look, there's a reason oh. that um that after 2016, 20 no, 2017 or 2018, uh Charlie Brooker was like I can't do Black Mirror anymore. He's like it's just not even fun. He's like we are already living in the tech right. stuff or maybe it was right during COVID. He was like this is a- beyond parody. Yeah, it's like beyond parody. We've already hit like the place where any of this would be funny or scary because we have gone beyond like even the Rubicon that I would have created like for this, yeah. you know. Also like- the show is repeating itself, but that's a different conversation. Yeah, yeah. But I look at- <laughs> it should be noted the creator of this show has been in TV since the '90s. Children's TV, mm-hmm. um, okay. Rugrats episodes, the Pink Panther episodes, oh. <laughs> uh, Stuart Little, uh, the movie, fucking. Uh, no, apparently, apparently that was a TV series. As I say, that's uh, like- R.L. Stein's The Haunting Hour. Hell yeah! Which means they probably know how to make something for kids, but I do think there's like an inherent. Like, it almost doesn't matter who makes this Mm -hmm. because of what we're saying, you know? Can I I recommend a better version of this? Go watch the new Are You Afraid of the Dark on Paramount Plus. They rebooted that. That show is, that knew exactly what it was doing. It's, it's, it actually is like a good show. I I watched some of the original recently. It still kind of fucks. It's still kind of fucks. They changed this. Uh, So now it's not an episodic anthology of the new show. It's just one once uh, it's seasonal anthology and it it also fucks i had an are you afraid of the dark themed birthday party when i was like mm, i'd say like 11 or 12 we got like permission yeah. we got permission from like the fire marshal to build like a bonfire in my backyard uh we decorated <laughs> drew we, drew yeah yes you did yeah i did yes you did <laughs> we decorated our somewhat finished basement in newark delaware with a bunch of scary spooky things <laughs> written on the wall that were way too intense for like a 10 or 11 year old kids and then we <laughs> then we never got rid of it that was just our basement for the rest of the time that we lived there just blood perfect yeah blood like you know uh, whatever and then in the middle of the night i'll never forget this because how could you we were sleeping out in tents in our backyard and we just hear this i love you you love me and this kind of like weird shuffling noises outside our tent and i get out and it's a giant full-size barney just kind yeah. of like scratching at our tent uh, and we bum rush him and we knock him to the ground and we are me and my friends um, turned out to be my father he had rented a full size Barney outfit to, to, to uh-huh. try to creep, the, creep us out I guess but uh, he couldn't return it for did it work? Yeah, not really he couldn't return it because we had destroyed the outfit we tore it to shreds like, <laughs> that is on him yeah. I mean that was a dangerous game he was playing yeah yeah. <laughs> we rushed towards the danger, I think, uh, which I think says something very interesting about me in my childhood. But yeah, that's for the listeners to decide. So you had good friends. Yeah. You had good friends. Yeah. Didn't even think about it. Just ran towards it and just started destroying it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, li- I like that. I like that. <laughs> that mentality. Oh, yeah. Seeing some creepy thing. You're like, nope, fuck that. Let's yeah. stomp it out. Yeah. 
Yeah. Also have uh, that's what you do. Also, I broke my friend Doug's arm because he was dressed up in the scream mask and uh, cl- chased me around somewhere, and I didn't know who was chasing me, and uh, went up a treehouse, kicked him, kicked him like face in the face, and he fell off and broke his arm. Starting Again, to see a pattern. That's here. on Doug. Yeah, it is. That is on Doug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't creep me out, people. Uh, I mean, listen, that's how they killed it. Yeah, exactly. That's true. They just finally decided, fuck that thing, yeah. and stomped his ass out. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't I didn't do a uh, that was... I didn't do a diss battle beforehand. I didn't give a lot of like, you're ugly. And you're <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make him feel small oh, through words. Shit. But uh yeah. It was interesting. You didn't need to. You no. just needed to you break made, his you made, arm. You made him feel small by kicking him out of a treehouse. Yeah. Yeah. My childhood was That'll do my it. childhood was marred with the kind of violence that I always thought that I was getting bullied. But looking back, I think I might have been a bad kid. <laughs> I think I might have. I might have hurt a lot of people. This is the Thirty Rock thing yeah. where she thought she was bullied, and then yeah, it turns out she was the bully. Yeah. yeah. I- Marina has a lot of stories like that. Yeah. Where it's all stories of her beating the shit out of people. And I'm like, I'm not sure you were bullied. I knocked this kid's teeth out. I had a crush on this kid. I knocked his teeth out at the water fountain. Like, I, 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 and that's the second time I knocked somebody's teeth out in my childhood. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like you. It sounds like it's you. Yeah. Sounds like it's you. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Yep. That's Sounds weird. like Doug was trying to be a hero. I'm finally going to be the one who scares Drew. Yeah. Nope. Right. I'll be the one to take her out, yeah. you know? Huh. The nightmare will be over. Huh. I'm waiting for you to be like, come to think of it, I was the one chasing him. In well, I was. I, I, I did. I was I did wearing the scream mask. And I, it was a real knife, and I was well, trying to kill Well, yes, him. I did do I did do a lot of running around with knives, but it wasn't in the scream mask. I would just put one of those metal bowls on my head and start singing that beginning of the Lion King song. Like, ah, oh, but then, yeah, right. and I would just turn off all the lights and, like, in, in my own home and uh, run around and try to get my friends with it. I have a, yeah. I have a question. Uh-huh. How many gerbils did you burn through as a kid? Burn? Do you recall? Burn only, like, two. The rest of them kind of had other, uh, met un- other types of fates. But, um, mm. mostly it was... So, it, wait, <laughs> you only personally killed two? Is that what you're no, saying? No, I said only two burned, David. Only two burned i believe that was lit on fire <laughs> i only said two burns mm, the rest okay. were fed to our three snakes are by who by by the family it was a family thing you had to get the snakes to eat the the, the mice and the rats so not right. the gerbils okay yeah that i mean that paints a picture thank mm-hmm. you yeah, for we, that I was we should probably kid. talk about this we next should, one yeah go we ahead. should move on cool. <laughs> My sister had a snake growing up. It was it was a cool. It's cool. It's cool. You give it fish. It would eat the fish. It's a cool, cool thing to um, have, and it made me a cool, popular girl. There's nothing you can say that would tell me any different. No, no, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, the Eternal Daughter is the next trailer. Oh, so good. This is uh, this is a twenty four. This is like a spooky fucking trailer. <laughs> I don't know why they needed Tilda Swinton to to fucking Eddie Murphy this, but. <laughs> Uh, I, th- I, am, playing- I imagine the title and the subject matter will have something to do with that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. She plays her mother and daughter. It was just like, I guess what I'm saying is that that distracted me a little bit because I think this is just cool and spooky on its own. Like th- this trailer really spoke to wait, me. Wait, I actually, I think you're right. I think I actually missed what was happening in the trailer because I was so focused on the fact that they just did like 
Tilda Swinton in men, but it's just all Tilda Swinton. Like, it's that Alex right. Garland movie, but it's just everyone's Tilda Swinton, and that's just very I want to see that movie now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah It's too. just men, but with Tilda Swinton. Well, because that's also A24, <laughs> yeah. and it's like that plus, uh, you know, Suspiria, where she played three characters, including an old man. I was just like, is there any better dynamic duo in Hollywood than Tilda Swinton? That. And Tilda Swinton. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Perfect film. But what was the actual plot? I missed it. <laughs> it's like a fucking haunted house. It's Joanna Hogg, who has done some indie stuff. <laughs> um it's they're they're in like what looks like bly manor mm. from the the bly manor series mm-hmm. like for people listening like you can imagine that a fucking haunted house mm-hmm. but i guess it's a hotel mm-hmm. and it's it just says a once grand manor that has become a nearly vacant hotel brimming with mystery and like i don't know this looks fucking I, my guess is that there won't be a single goddamn ghost in no. this no. uh but no I'm it's gonna still be all psychological it. yeah yeah, but I'm still super into it. The shots are so fucking spooky. These foggy shots on the on the fucking grass outside and like a goddamn gargoyle on the roof. It just, I don't know, man. I love the vibes of this. I, I worry that it is a men. You guys saw men, right? Like, you know, it's just yeah. all like going to yeah. devolve into allegory and there won't even be like a story. There won't even be a there there, you know? Um, right. You know, There was a there there with men. In fairness. Sure, but like the uh, end of it just completely like <laughs> fell apart, like a fat, like a fat souffle. Yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. I'm just there. There's a physical entity in men. Wait, you think in so? In fairness to to men. Oh yeah. Oh right, right, right. Because the end, yeah, you see the blood, and yeah, that's true. But it it also was just very much about like her psyche and her her thing. Yeah, there was a lot of other things. Yeah. Um, no, I I agree though that I think this will be. Le- yeah, there it, it's entirely possible. Uh, that it won't have shit but it does say in the uh synopsis that it is a ghost story yeah and so i'm wondering if it's a ghost story the way uh like personal shoppers a ghost story where like when there is ghosts it's just like damn but it's just not in it that the often. ghosts are what i'm hearing from you is like the ghosts are either in incidental or like uh unnecessary you know they're just sort of like incidental ghosts they're just around they don't really have that much to do with i don't know like well a personal shopper it's like the ghosts is there but it's also like not like it's not really. I think it's really about the no. Ghosts, it's just yeah. a MacGuffin, like that. That it's like a little bit of a thing. The innkeepers is like that too. The ghosts exist, but they're not really oh, the thrust yeah. of the movie. Uh, I'll say that the ghosts do matter in personal. They shopper, matter, but yeah, I, I think we're dancing around the idea. I don't know. The point is, is for me, is that just in the the trailer stuff like that zoom in shot mm-hmm. in the trailer. That's like old school horror mm-hmm. techniques. Like this looks like it was shot like a like a 70s horror mm-hmm. or a 60s horror um and i i'm just i'm super into that vibe so look t- i don't know i i think there'll be ghosts in it i just don't think i think it'll be about a lot more than that too i i assumed it was going to be metaphorical ghosts like this is just the mother whose daughter died or vice versa who is like you know who's working out some shit in her head but it could also be like uh i'm not sure if you guys saw that irish one called dark song it's a really good movie uh, about grief and loss. Dark song. Yeah. Fuck, I might have it's seen it. It's about the woman who hires the um, a guy to do a reverse, what's a reverse exorcism? To, to summon a demon, basically, that will grant her one wish. But they have to do this weird <gasps> ritual. Oh, uh, fuck! A dark song. Shit, I saw that so long ago. Really good. Real good movie. Oh, I've never seen it, yeah. Yeah. So no, th- yeah, I think this, this is going to be kind of like the others. E- oh, 
That would be cool. Well, well like sort I of like what what Drew was saying, where like it's the 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 daughter has actually been dead for a long time, mm-hmm. and this is like a version ah. of like what the mom is going like. Sh- it's somehow connected to this place, and that's why the mom keeps checking into this place. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's sort of what I was the vibe that I was getting. But I did really dig the trailer uh, for all the reasons Dave was talking about. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it just looks real good. Yeah, I think that's that would be a good twist too. Is that like we know one of them's dead, but everyone's going to assume it's the mom who's died because she's old and like this is a grief of a daughter. But no, it's the grief of the mother. That's that's a good that's a good twist on it. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm like the, I'm like title... desperately going through reviews to see if any of them say there is a ghost. <laughs> I think the title the title would work for either. It was a well. Like yeah. it, if if either the mom or the daughter is is dead, the title still works. Of course, or of course it could be neither of those things. And I uh, yeah don't need to try to predict the movie it just looks nice and spooky what is the uh yeah what's the director what i'll say is that there's a lot of reviews that are referring to it as a ghost story um joanna hogg is her name i believe Mm. uh Um, i mean it could be a ghost story i mean a ghost story was about a ghost but it was also very much a psychological like you know exploration that was a different type of ghost story yeah Yeah. um Uh, that would be neat i mean this looks great i just think it's really funny that a24 has like found their niche it's not only just an aesthetic now, it's like certain actors. They're just like, do the thing right. where it's it's all played by yeah. Tilda Swinton and it looks like, yeah, it looks, it looks like a set. On I a, do want men, but it's Tilda Swinton. Yeah. And like by name where it's like everybody in this town it's, is Tilda well, Swinton. Well, I want that tagline to be, yes, all Tilda. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's, the movie's just called Tilda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> uh, next trailer. Lamborghini, the man behind the legend, oh. uh, with Frank Frank Grillo. With Frank Grillo. Oh my god! Frank Grillo doing like acting. Yeah, he's acting. Oh, that's who that was. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, it's Mr. Yeah. It's Mr. Yeah. Purge. It's the Purge man. It's the Purge guy. Yeah, it's Mr. Purge. Oh, Doctor Purge. God. It's Crossbones himself. And Gabriel Byrne also. Wait, it's, oh my god! It's Mr. Purge and Mr. Burns. I love it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, you guys know that there's already a movie coming out about Ferrari, right? Play with Adam Driver doing another Italian accent role. Wasn't there also oh, Ford perfect. versus Ferrari? There was. There was. So that's, that's a very. I... That's an extremely different story. Okay. I, <laughs> this isn't me. This isn't the movie. I my eyes glaze over the moment any movie is like this is about cars and inventing cars. Yeah. And I'm like, unless it's got Vin Diesel r- surfing a car. I'm just, I'm not into it. I'm sorry. And again, it's just because I'm not a car person. Well, it's not only that. Uh, it's like, it's like the idea of these, these men and their egos being staked to the cars and like this, this important moment in American history about luxury vehicles. It also has that like, mm-hmm. like a, right. yeah, the idea of this like Italiano extended universe thing where it's like, uh, you know, it's yeah. like the Gucci thing. And now I guess driver's just going to go whole hog on that. Right. Or just like, but like, yeah. The Gucci thing was like, look at these rich fucks and their weird drama. Like, that's the thing is, I don't I don't know from sports, but I can get into a sports movie if it's telling a good dramatic story. Mm -hmm. With this, it's always who can build the better car. Mm -hmm. And that seems to be it. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck who can build the better car. Give me like, give me something juicy, you know, give me like a actual human story. What year is this going to come out? Is this next year? Uh, because that'd be really funny um, if it's like the the volcano movie kind of thing or the meteor movie kind of thing. But this is just going to be the the Ferrari movie where it's like the Adam Driver one comes out the right. same year as this one. 
Yeah, Ferrari is uh, Adam Driver. I'm looking this up. And he plays the same. He plays um, Gabriel Byrne. Yeah, Mr. Ferrari. Which is really funny. That Mr. was somebody's Ferrari. name. Enzo Ferrari. Enzo Ferrari. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, that's one of the, that's the name of one of the cars, too. The, Enzo. the other guy's last name is Lamborghini. So, yeah. Isn't it also the same as All, all the Money in the World? It, wasn't there two movies that year that, that had to do with uh, the Getty kidnapping? I think the one of them was a show that had Brendan Fraser. That's in it. right. That's right. Yes. So nothing against the one we're currently talking about, but the Adam Driver Ferrari is directed by Michael Mann. So, you know, that's going to be way better. That one's probably going to have more of the more of the hype around it. Who who directed this one? The other one we're talking about. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. Mm. Uh, Bobby Morsco. Mm. He looks he looks like a soprano. Uh, I'm he. Let's see. What has he done? I just want to say- and again, nothing against this film. Uh, no, the- he did Colin Quinn, Red State, Blue State, a TV movie. Uh, the um, okay. the uh, trailer itself, like, <clears throat> I don't have the same aversion to car movies um, just because uh, my stepdad was a car guy. So I kind of grew up with a lot of this stuff. Uh, so okay. like I like I'd similarly be really fascinated by a movie about like Fender or something. Um, but uh my issue with this trailer is something that you guys have already touched on where it's like, it's kind of hard to get invested in the stakes of this movie. Cause it is really just a guy. The stakes are his ego. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's like, too, I don't It's like two rich guys. Yeah. So it's, well, I mean, he, I don't know that. Le- I mean, well, he obviously probably must, he must be rich to embark on this endeavor. <laughs> Mr. Ferrari. Uh, yeah. He's super rich. No, no, no. Mr. Lamborghini. Oh, Mr. Lamborghini. <clears throat> yeah. It feels like he's also, also that's his name too. That's just their names. Of course it is. It's so silly. It's, yeah. so, it's like they named Mr. <laughs> Tesla or something. It's so fucking funny. Well, I mean, Ford was Henry Ford's name. I mean, all no, these right. guys slap that their is, fucking yeah. names on everything because it's an e- it's all right. about an ego. How so cool it's would it be? Like, yeah. Right. I'm honestly surprised that people aren't driving around in Musk. Yeah. Well, it's because he I didn't mean, create the like, company. That's why. He didn't create the... Yep. Right. That's why. Yep. Yeah. But, like, I wouldn't put it past him to change the name. Yeah, it's weird that we didn't name the spaceships, like, the Bezos or the, the Musk. You right. didn't name your giant penis-shaped spaceship that. I guess exactly. it's gone out of style or something. I don't Look know. For next yeah. uh, Twitter verified, you don't get, like, a blue check mark. You get a Musk. A Musk. A Musky. Um, yeah, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, back to this trailer. Yeah. It's... Like nothing against the movie. Like the movie looks perfectly competent. The performances all look fine. You got Mira Sorvino running around in there. It's nice to see her again. It's just it's hard for me to get it emotionally invested in this because all the trailer is conveying to me is that the stakes are just his ego. So it's like, well, why do I care? Yeah, does someone die? <laughs> yeah, because that's what I didn't know about. Uh, the spoiler alert, I guess, for the um, the Gucci movie. I didn't know. Gucci, I didn't know yeah. someone got murdered. Oh, in that oh yeah. <laughs> So I was like, I yeah. was like, if you don't know, that comes out of nowhere. Where yeah. you're like, wait, this is a true story. Yeah. And I'm obsessed Jesus. with the, f- I'm obsessed with the idea that you watched that movie and it didn't know about that. Well, I wow. just thought, yeah, I just thought it was like, again, like I just thought it was a rich family doing their rich dick shit. Uh, I thought it was Jared Leto no. doing his greatest Joker performance to date. Oh my God. Oh my Jared Leto on that movie. God. So like, was your, was, she, wow. <laughs> I wish I could have seen you like see that the murder happen. Oh, because <laughs> like, uh, like if you don't if you don't know that that's the story, like the movie leading up to that must have been just like nonsense. Well, can I tell you something? Would it would, <laughs> sure. it, would it change anything to find out that I didn't actually see the murder because I went to the bathroom? 
and I came back, and then oh, my no. boyfriend had to turn to me, and he goes, so, so what happened? <laughs> <laughs> so the biggest thing in the movie just He's happened. like, I was like, no, you're fucking with me, and he was like, no, I, he- he gets shot. So she had him killed. <laughs> and I was I was in the bathroom for like a hot minute, so I'd missed quite a substantial thing that I guess that the whole like incredible. So I came back, yeah. I think, after watching them like in a sh- like chateau and they were fighting, and I come back and there was Yeah, I heard about that. I was like, Are you sure you sure it was That's her? Like- <laughs> That's oh, like yeah. going into Titanic, not knowing not the knowing story the and missing I mean, the part where it sinks. It's not. Uh, it's not. It's not quite. It's not nearly as famous of a story. But <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't know until the trailers, and I looked into it, and I was like, ah, that motherfucker died. Yeah, it had a, a malignant level yeah. hard left for me. <laughs> like I would put it that way. Like the malignant mm. level hard yeah. left, where you're just like, sorry, what is this movie now? What happened? Yeah. It's some Book of Henry shit. Yes, yeah. yeah. Oh my some god, Book of Henry. Book of Henry. Oh my god. Uh, god. Well, <laughs> I, I, I feel like we talked all we need yeah. to be need to about Lamborghini. I gotta talk about this next one. Troll. Troll. Now, have either of you seen the wave? No. No. Or the or the other one Fuck. he did. He didn't. I don't think he did the quake, which is the sequel to the wave. I think he did. I think um, it said that in the thing. It was like I thought it was the same dude. Yeah. Is it? Let me let me double check. It's he's 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 Norwegian Roland Emmerich. I couldn't even begin. His first name is Roar R O A R because they just do everything better. Right. I'm no, sure. he didn't. He didn't direct the wave. He did direct Tomb Raider. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's 2018. right. Um, wait, what is Roland Emmerich? Is I thought he was like the Norwegian Nolan. I thought Roland Emmerich was already from like the that area. Oh, he might be. <laughs> no, uh, I don't think so. No? Well, maybe he is. Oh, Uthrog? I, th- I, thought he was, I thought he was German. Roar anyway. Uthrog is this guy's name. The wave is really good because what makes the wave really, really good is that it's it's the combination of being a disaster film, but also like Norwegian and like foreign and scaled down, if that makes mm-hmm. sense, where it's it's like basically it's about a town that's next to a a a. a, a, a holy shit lake i was trying to think of the word for oh lake. see my thing is mm. catching. Uh, yeah and uh a giant piece of mountain falls into the lake and creates a tsunami that hits the town and that's it mm-hmm. nothing else happens mm-hmm. and so like by the standards of today's disaster films it's like really that's it um and half of the movie is like the guy finding out that this is going to happen and then the other half is just the aftermath but what it what you realize is that that's a lot of drama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's the thing is that like we've we've gotten to this point where we do like tons of fucking disaster movies where it's just ridiculous and over the top. The wave was just like no, just this one wave is a problem, mm-hmm. and it just follows the people dealing with the the one wave. Yeah, and it's really fucking good and intense. Because it's just like people trapped and like trying to save people and drowning and running. And it's really good. Um, The Quake is the sequel to it, which is not him, but done just as well, I I would Mm -hmm. say. A little, a little cheesier, but again, it's just one earthquake in one building. Yeah. And then it's like trying to escape the building. Uh, And so this is all to say, I think this troll movie, I'm glad Netflix picked it up. I think people are might be disappointed if they think this is going to have like twenty trolls. No, just I think it's going to be one troll. So and I many think trolls. Be, well, there's, oh, yeah, I think the troll is only going to show up later, and it's going to be a. It's going to just 
focus on I, it we, in a really good we way. We see the troll skeleton, so I think the rest of the trolls are dead. We see, like, the baby troll. We get that we shot. We do! We see a yeah. troll boneyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that, um, look, for, first of all, those movies sound incredible. I will never watch them. I have such a fear of uh, disasters and natural disasters. I've always had a phobia. That's And fair. living in California in the year of our Lord, 2022, uh, has not has not convinced me that I need to watch any of these movies. I couldn't watch Gravity. Uh, that's just like, it's just not for me. I couldn't watch The Revenant. I guess that's the same director. But um, this movie, I mean, trolls are just inherently not that scary. Am I? No, so it's like fun. It's like a monster. It's like a yeah. Godzilla movie. Well, yeah, and it's also like, this it's is... a force of nature, you know? Yeah. Cause it... um, yeah. Uh, this seems like this director having more fun. Yeah. For sure. Like, he might go all out, because I'm guessing Netflix came to him after the wave, and Tomb Raider did, you know, fine. I hope he makes another one, frankly. Uh, and I assume they were just like, you want, yeah, what do you got for us? Yeah. And fucking trolls. Well, and I like that he does nor exclusively, well, not exclusively, because of Tomb Raider, but I love that he just does, like, Norwegian dis- rolling ember, yeah. like, disaster. Well- this is his Godzilla. It is his Godzilla to the point where it's like, there's going to be people speaking other languages. We hear a little bit of English, but this is primarily yeah. going to be a Norwegian film. Like, they're speaking in that language, yeah. the majority of the film. Yeah, it's Oslo. Um, that's the other part I love is that um, it reminds me a lot of um, Dante's Peak, mm-hmm. which is that whenever people make a disaster movie, one of the big instincts is, let's set it in a big city. But again... It's not, it doesn't need to be about the spectacle if you focus on the actual people. And so, like, he, like, the quake is just like Norwegian city, I assume Oslo. And so, like, this is the same, where it's like, it's, it's not Americanized, yeah. is the point. And I love that. About well, and it. keeping it to such a small, intimate scale is almost more horrifying in a way. Like, imagine if yeah. Deep Impact, if it was just about, uh, was it Tia Leone and her dad? Yes. Like, on the shore? Yeah. Yes. That would have just been a much more heartbreaking movie. You know, like... Yeah, I think scale-down disaster is one of, one a genre I really yeah. like. Like, Melancholia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, the world is ending in this epic way, but we're just focusing on this one group of people oh 100 percent, 100 percent, dave i'm there yeah. with you with that but this of course is probably going to be a fucking troll running around fighting the army but i'm into that too what army yeah, this is the norwegian army norwegian army they got one <laughs> they got some guys yeah there's a guy um, i saw that yeah, yeah. This, they got they got a couple they got a couple of people although the final uh, stinger yeah, they, of it is that guy being like i've shot a gun before and the, the army guy goes like oh yeah where and he goes call of duty and that's just a yeah, per- yeah. that's a yeah, perfect so, line so, some military yeah, training. Wanna, tonally, this is completely different than the wave, and that—that's why I'm like, oh fuck, he's going it's, full it's, on it's, like Emmerich. It's literally his Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to yeah. it. I'm gonna watch the shit out of this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna watch the shit out of this. Speaking of December first. Speaking of watching the shit out of things, Dave, let's get to the last trailer. Pathan, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I believe, is the pronunciation. Um. This is, this is, uh, where is this from? India? Um, India? I assume it's from India. I'm looking it up. Um, yeah, this is a, this is a, uh, fuck, man. It looks, it looks awesome. <laughs> it looks, I'll this just say is, this. I haven't seen, I I looked it up. It's not associated with anybody who made RRR as far really? as I can tell. Maybe a producer. No, I mean, this is the, the I, it's inevitable that, like, 
like this, the Bollywood area of cinema, I don't know if it's technically Bollywood, mm-hmm. um, has been going hype for a while yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And I think after RRR, they're like, okay, ramp it up. Because this is a fucking... This looks crazy. Man. Uh, yeah, this looks so good. This looks like the hypest yeah. fucking movie I'll, I'll, ever made. I'll be honest. Uh, <laughs> my boyfriend uh, does reaction edits for some big YouTube channels. And there's a couple before RRR. Sounds like I'm doing like a seal noise. RRR that uh, he was doing edits for. And he was like, these movies are kind of fucking bonkers. And I was like, let me see. And he's like, I don't know, Drew. They just burst into musical sequences for no reason. And then they get into fights and it's like crazy. And I'm like, I don't know. That sounds like my type of movie. It's because they rule. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like this. I still not have seen RRR. I should. I just I wanted to devote my full attention to it. And there's so little of my full attention these days that I want to. Right. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. You need to. You need to watch the movie. Part of me. Part of me wants Marvel to go to the director of RRR and just give him all the money oh God. and give him Fantastic Four and be like, we're clo- we're looking the other way, do whatever you want. But you know they wouldn't. Oh, they wouldn't do, do that. Do a Fast and Furious. Give him a Fast and Furious spinoff. Like, this is yeah. what this looks like. It looks like Fast and Furious. Give, give him $100 million and let him make whatever he wants. Yeah. Give him $100 million and Vin Diesel. <laughs> just ship Vin Diesel over. He gets off the plane. He's like, I don't know why I'm here. And they're like, we know, we know why we you're know here. We know why you're here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can find something for you We're to do. We're making another triple X, my friend. <laughs> um, yeah. I, this this movie does sort of look like a triple X type of movie because it's all about this one badass. And he's got, it seems like he's got to fight this other badass. And just all this badass stuff happens. It looks hype as shit yeah i'm super excited to watch this movie it looks so fucking it, yeah. it, go watch the trailer there's nothing we can say yeah that'll that'll prepare you you know it's it's again we've been referencing rrr so you probably understand but, what we're dealing with here just like rocket launchers and fucking flipping around and on they're on nice at one point and i believe it ends with a man in a jetpack mm-hmm. did i see that a, correctly? a, a winged jetpack yeah um we keep so, yeah we keep saying rrr yeah. but like like i said like there's so many bollywood movies that are like this that are like contemporary like it's just like we just haven't been paying attention and the production right. values haven't been as good i think or, but maybe they've been ramping yeah, they, up yeah i don't know i think they've been they we, have been we've slowly. we've watched a few that have been uh we've watched a few on our network uh for yes. various we just watched episodes they definitely have been ramping up i, I and again we don't know it if this should is be noted they're all from the same director that we watched the fly oh, one the fly one Iga? Bahubali. yeah they're all the same dude. kgf was <laughs> the one same maniac. kgf was the one i was thinking of uh though it's right. that's this, this, <laughs> this director is siddharth anand uh apologies if i'm pronouncing that wrong uh he's he's clearly done some he's done a lot of action films i was looking him up um so i don't know man i i want i want compete it feels i want competing this Mm -hmm. right like they have multiple michael bays i want this to be the next marvel i want this to be the next 10 years of movies i want us to start giving all our money to india like i want to start to start all production in india like let's just go to india like let's just move hollywood to india and i think we'd be better for it Hmm? Yep. The other um the other director is SS Rajamoli. Yeah, who did, he um, did RRR. RRR. Yeah, yeah. And he has something he has he has something lined up. And then uh yeah, the guy I was thinking of is Panish oh god, what's his name? Uh, I just had it. It's uh Panish something he did. Um I'm not gonna misdo anyone's name here. It's his name is getting it right now. His name is Presh fuck no Drew. Preshnath Neil. Uh and he's done a 
one. It's the most expensive Canada film, but Canada spelled with a K. So this is a different part of the world. Um, it's a series, and like, yeah, go check out KGF. Uh, that movie is baller as well. Okay. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, they're making they're making fucking pure gold over mm-hmm. there. Um, and this com- right. this comes out in January apparently. So. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, I'm. God damn. Yeah. Look up this. This one is. God damn. Uh, Pathan, P A T H A A N. Yeah, just look up the trailer. Uh, it it goes so hard. <laughs> yeah, if RR was your jam, well, we have this now. Yeah. Uh, cool. All right, that's it for trailers. Should we get into? Um, well, we should thank some more producers. Actually. Yeah, let's do that, Dave. All right, big thank you to Glitterous, CFO of Michael Shannon's Chocolate Factory. Thank you. Uh, thank you to Davey, the ghost of East Las Vegas, Francis. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. To, oh, great! It's that guy. Thank you. Thank you to Chester's Prophet. Thank you. Thank you to definitely not Guillermo del Toro. Thank you. Thank you to Brian, who Tom knows. Sure do. Mm. Thank you to Bra- Bob Grenville. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you to Stephen. Thank you. Stephen. Thank you to Han Toomey, the confused cyborg. Thank you so much. All right, let me swoop in here. Thank you to Asking Seven. Thank you. Thank you to Evil Ed 209. Thank you. Thank you to Manishev It's Maltov says economic solidarity is the path to paradise, comrades. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you to Tiger George Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank you. Thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Thanks. Thank you to Cody Johnson's Time Machine Noise. Keep Thank you. Thank you to Pete for Pagel. Thank you. Thank you to follow viral TikTok superstar Jason Parson on TikTok and buy his new book. If this book exists, you're in the wrong universe. Thank you. Woo. All right. So. Henry Cavill left The Witcher. He sure did. He will be replaced by Liam Hemsworth. Uh, hot, that's a shame. Hot take. Yeah. Hot take. Sa- yeah. Same same thing to me. It has the same lateral move to you. I just oh, don't. Move. Okay. I like Henry Cavill a lot. I don't like that character, and I don't care for that show that much. I don't think it it does anything for me. So I don't think The Witcher needs to do that much in terms of emoting or like being anything. So like they could replace him with literally a cardboard cut out of henry cavill and i'd probably think it was the same show okay i intensely disagree i think i I like i like the show Mm -hmm. um i like the books i like the games i think henry cavill was an i was not when they first announced it was henry cavill i was like that's an odd choice Mm -hmm. um but he's he doesn't he doesn't have too many lines but i think he brings a lot of charisma to that role it is true and liam Liam Hemsworth has only ever been in movies where they try to tell me that he's charismatic, and I just don't believe it. Like, I look at Liam Hemsworth, and I'm just like, I would rather be watching Chris Hemsworth. But, um, so. counterpoint, isn't that what you kind of thought about Henry Cavill before The Witcher? Yeah, but now Henry Cavill has three seasons of The Witcher under his belt. Ah, but like, so, like, now I identify that character with Henry Cavill, fair. and they're switching him up partway through with this new guy uh, with his tiny little face. How are they going to um, do that? He does have a tiny How are they going to tell yeah. you? Is it going to be magic? Like, I didn't... How no, are they gonna... I, I, I assume they'll... I mean, I have no idea. They'll just uh, pretend. You, you could just be like, here he is, you know, and just not I, uh, explain it at all. You don't really need to. I mean, that is what they'll do, right? Because it's not a different character. It'd be weird if people were like, you look different. Well, magic. It's like, no, we're playing make-believe. But like, it's just make-believe. But Yennefer, first season, like, transformed into a kind of the same actress, but it was like a different Yennefer when she did all that magic stuff to make herself beautiful. Couldn't it's they true. just magic it? Like... It's magic. They could. Sure. They could. They could you also could get just kicked not. in the face by a mule. Yeah. Kicked in the face. They, and, <laughs> they they could do either thing. Um, honestly. They should uh, I think it would be 
I think it'd be really funny if he got kicked in the face and then looked like Liam Hemsworth and kept talking about it like it's a curse. Like he, he was, yes, he's so he was upset. Like he looks like Liam yeah. Hemsworth. Oh, it's yeah. like the guy. It's like that'd be so like mean. Tormund in that Tormund Brisbane or whatever from uh uh from the first se- or second season of The Witcher who had that curse where he looks like a pig, and mm-hmm. it's just like yeah, it's like oh no, curse <laughs> with this wretched face. Oh, Tormund Giantsbane. Yeah. Tormund Giantsbane. I'm sorry, yeah. guys. Yeah. I have nothing against Liam Hemsworth. He's a man who's in a tough, tough spot. Yeah. He's in a tough spot. He is. Um, I have only seen a couple episodes of The Witcher. One day I'll watch it. It was, it was, it seemed good. I just, you know, it, it was one of those situations. It just, from an outside perspective, it really seems like if you're three seasons in and you replace your lead character, played by Henry Cavill. Uh, who is pretty hot right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Uh, maybe Liam Hensworth will knock it out of the park. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it will matter. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I'm not sure if fans will accept it, even if he's amazing. Oh. Oh. This isn't, you know, it's it's not Weekend Update where it's like, yeah, give him some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, to like get used to Colin right. Quinn or there's whoever. A, there's could, like a finite. Like, no. You, yeah. You could find like f- Jamie Dornan or someone. Someone a little bit. If you're going to get someone to do it, make it like a good stunt casting, you know? Yeah, Jamie Dornan would be cool. Steve Buscemi. But like, <laughs> it's the the issue isn't with me as a person who is a fan of the show and the franchise, mm-hmm. et, et, et cetera. The issue isn't Henry. It, it, the issue isn't Liam Hemsworth, excuse me, specifically. It's what Dave was saying. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that. There are already three seasons in. The third season hasn't come out yet, but he's Henry Cavill already did that one. And there's a finite number of seasons because there's only five books, mm-hmm. I believe. So this is going to end in two seasons. So it's like it's like switching out the lead actor in the last act, basically, because there's only going to. Yeah. I assume there will only be a season four and five. Yeah. I mean, if, I if they ha- if they have their druthers and are able to complete the story. So it's it's I, I'm I'm kind of with Dave. It's like. As a fan of the show, I'm like, I'm not sure if I'm going to stick around if you suddenly change the actor. Unless he's fucking great. Yeah. Like, if he's really well, good, then I won't care. There's a. Have you read the stuff where, like, so apparently Henry Cavill's big thing was that he wanted to honor the books. Oh, because mm-hmm. he's such a nerd. I love this about him. And it was the deal breaker with him. And then there's also stories about how, like, the Witcher writers were mocking the books and stuff in the writer's room. So it sounds like this is just rumors. It makes sense. I don't think anybody said anything, hmm. but it seems like maybe they doesn't like the direction the show's going. That like I can it. also see, I can also see a combination of him being like, "Look, I'm Superman now. Uh, you're gonna have to pay me a lot more to look the other way about the story." Um, and like it just it again, it's just a bad. Wait, sign, wait, right? You're saying that it's a bad sign. It's like if it, it's like if the captain of the 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 airplane you were in like left yeah you know we're like wait where are you going so what you're saying is that <laughs> what's wrong you're saying that there was i thought he was leaving for a specific reason like he had another conflicting shoot date you're saying that he's just left like i don't i don't think we know why we don't know i think yeah. people are speculating mm-hmm. um because there were just like there's there's news around that idea that he always he was like a deal breaker for him you know what if they stray off the books or something i don't know i i ha- again i'm Rumors, rumors. I had this thing against Henry Cavill because right during the middle of Me Too or whatever, beginning of Me Too, he had this dumb statement. It wasn't the worst yeah. thing that people said, but he was just like, oh, like, what does it mean? Like, I can't go and, like, hug a woman on set anymore? Like, that's not allowed? And I was like, yeah, dude, that's kind of what, <laughs> that is what we're talking yeah. about. 
Um, but since then, I feel like he has really redeemed himself. He's done a couple things, I feel like, that in the public eye and, and sort of even privately that have made me go, you know what? That was just a dumb comment and he gets it. But more importantly, he builds PCs in his spare time. And I think that is like the, he does. This is, this is the cutest, nerdiest thing that he could possibly he be doing. Paints Warhammer figures. I love it. I love yeah. it. I love that. You look like him. Someone. Can you do that? He needs to do. I want him to do like a D and D with Vin Diesel or something. Or like yeah. Joe DiMaggio. Like how many more? Like, do we get more muscle nerds that we can throw into? Well, yeah, that? there's sure. there's a D and D game that goes on. That's uh, Joe. What's his name? That oh oh, that's right, Manginello. Yeah, Joe Manginello. Or it has a D and D like campaign night with all his like big all right. big, big Dick Richie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck man, guys, um, hot guys yeah. love nerdy things. It's not fair, but they can. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I I don't know. I feel like Liam Hemsworth is the victim because like I, it's it's a, yeah. Again, it could be how anyone. Do you say no to it? It could yeah. be anyone, and I'd still be like, I don't know if this is gonna be any good. Right. You got the it's third the, it's Hemsworth. The fact that they're replacing him. You get the third Hemsworth, the one who looks like a big thumb, who is in uh, Westworld as the security guard. Oh yeah, Pop Papa oh, yeah, Hemsworth. Thumb Hemsworth. Yeah, thumb yeah. Hemsworth. Yeah. Um, what the hell is his name? Papa Hemsworth. Is that what <laughs> you like, said? It, Papa it, Hemsworth. That's it's what like, I called him. Luke. Luke. I think. Luke Hemsworth. Yeah, have you guys? The most charming I've ever seen Liam Neeson. Uh, Liam Neeson. Liam Hemsworth be is if you watch that video of um him and woody harrelson doing an interview i guess about some movie they were in and the interview goes to liam and he goes uh, the interviewer asked liam you know your brother's starring in something that's coming out right now like how exciting is that to be related to uh thor and woody harrelson just stops for a minute and he goes what sorry that's your brother and he just goes oh my god you guys do have the same last name oh my god you guys <laughs> do look alike and Liam's like are you serious you didn't put together he's like i just i, I no." <laughs> that's so funny yeah. that's such a woody harrelson that is an extremely thing to do. woody harrelson yeah. thing to do. Yeah. he's like I, he's mine stoned is bastard mine is blown it's like that picture of him on a spaceship where it looks like he actually thinks he's on a spaceship in star wars <laughs> amazing incredible um <laughs> let's move on all right second news story big news very curious about this a24 mm-hmm. the studio is producing a friday the 13th prequel series Run by Brian Fuller, who did Hannibal. Mm-hmm. He sure did, yeah. A bunch of things. This, like, when I first heard Friday the 13th prequel series, I probably did what everybody did. I went, what? No. Why? Like, what, is it going to be about a kid getting bullied? Um, uh, is it, like, Bates what is Motel. this going to be about? It's going to be Bates Motel. It's going to be Bates Motel, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, isn't it? But, mm-hmm. like, to be honest, with these people behind it, I'm I'm going to give it a shot. Of course you are. I I did really like Hannibal, yeah. Hannibal's my favorite show. Yeah. And my, and my wedding theme was Hannibal. Ha- Hannibal nice. Hannibal and uh, Carcosa, the true detective thing in season one. It was true. Excellent. Uh-huh. True. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. My dad gave me uh <laughs> my dad gave me for my wedding, he gave me a meat cleaver and he signed it from Hannibal <laughs> and he left it outside of the door of the the place we were staying. And uh Amazing. Yeah. Did, he, did he did he bring the Barney suit? <laughs> he brought the Barney suit. Uh, he brought the Barney suit. It was, yeah, that was literally the theme. I was like, it's going to be the, I mean, not the theme, the aesthetic. I was like, it's going to be the, it's going to mm-hmm. be as Carcosa, because I didn't really love True Detective. Is Carcosa, like the deer antlers, and then it was like the deer antlers from Hannibal. They, you know, that whole thing. That was my vibe. That's awesome. Yeah, it was dope. Sweet. Yeah. I will still say with this, I don't quite see the point. Like, just yeah. make more sequels. Yeah, That's just it. make just make just more hire Jason me movies. and Tom mm-hmm. yeah. to make more sequels. Yes, that's do all that. there is. Like this is you can make as many as you want. You don't need to reboot it. 
You don't need to do a soft reboot or like just sequel the first one like they've been doing so often now. Mm -hmm. Like you don't need to fucking Halloween kills it. Mm -hmm. Uh, That nobody wants that shit. Just make Friday the 13th part 11. Jason goes to Hollywood. Yeah. Or whatever. Or whatever. Like that's it. Jason goes somewhere. keep making them. Yeah. Yep. Jason goes Hollywood. Make them for under a million dollars. Yeah, and make them until the sun explodes. Well, t- that's it. Who owns like uh, the the? I guess if A twenty four is making it, they own it now. But like, I assumed it was, was the Warner Brothers, or is it like that who? was? So it was Paramount this, for all. That was the issue. Yeah, there was a big rights in this, fight. It's in this article. Apparently, it's like multiple people now mm-hmm. are producing this. There was a whole thing about that where they were like, "Are they going to get?" And it looks like. Um, everybody who owns part of the rights is involved in this, mm, that's which be. means that they can use every part of the Friday the 13th. Uh, um, but that is still an issue. Yeah. I imagine that the one part uh, they can't use is Crispin Glover. Like they're gonna, it's going to be the Back to Future. Oh, they, they should better. get him back. They better. Do you think that, that means that... You guys watch Cabinet dance. of Curiosities? Yes, but not... I've watch... only watched the Vincenzo Natale one because it's Cube. It's the Cube guy plus David Hewlett from Cube. The It's the second you episode. Gotta, I've watched them all. Mm-hmm. I've watched them all and... I didn't like only one of them, and I won't say which, but, like, boy, the Crispin Clover one, he is doing a voice. Boston, I heard. He is. Boston, I heard. Yeah. Well, he's, You could call it Boston. He's doing, like, a uh, a, a patois of, like, New they're England doing, and yeah. Irish. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, I know what they're, because it's all, there's two Lovecraft stories, and they're doing almost, like, Worcester accents. Um, what? But, like, old-timey. Um, Worcester accents sound different than Boston accents if you heard them back and back, back to back. Um, but yeah, like the Irish too thing, like it's not inaccurate, but it, boy, is it something. It's super, super old time. It's like a lot of Lovecraft is written in that speech, kind of. Yeah. I, I do have to so, give it up for, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean well, that's what the, the second one I felt like too. Are they all Lovecrafty? Is that second one, the, 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 no, I think it's just, no, I think it's just the, two. Uh, director of Mandy does the second to last mm-hmm. one. And boy, does he. Uh, That's all I'll say. Peter Weller oh my God. is in it. And he is just fucking killing it in the this. Mandy one. How's the Babadook one? Is that the Babadook ladies one? Jennifer Kent. Oh, it's so good. I Again, I like them. I, I did like them all, but there's just one that I was like, this is silly. Uh, yeah. Um, my, the, I didn't love the Vicenza Natalia one. I'll just be honest. It, it wasn't my favorite thing. But let's yeah. get back to the new story. Yeah. <laughs> no. Sorry, yes. All right. Friday the 13th prequel. I'll watch it, but give me more sequels. Well, here's the other thing yeah. I want to put up about A24 is like, we don't, you don't mm-hmm. realize how many things A24 has their hands in. They have collaborated with like a space program thing that my friend is working on. Like my friend was like a NASA engineer guy. And now he's partnered with A24 because they're making a what? documentary about space. But that means that they're actually <laughs> involved with like a space program. Like they are involved with. That's amazing. Yeah, they did like John Mulaney and the Sack Bunch lunch, uh, Sack Lunch Bunch. They did like, they're just yeah. involved in so many things that you would not think A24 has like got their little hands in. Them, them in space worries me. I don't need A24 to be in space. Yeah, get down here. They, what are you doing? They do there? Pod Save yeah. America. They're they're involved with Pod Save America. It's so weird. Uh. Yeah, but I mean, like, why? Why is that something they need to be involved with? Just not stick to your lane, A24. I love them, and I love their their whole vibe and aesthetic and uh, everything that they do. We love A24. Yeah, we yeah. love them. But like, what is going on there, man? They're making a USA Network TV series. It's weird. Yeah, I mean that's what production companies do, though. Is they they got their you know they got their 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 hands in a lot of in a lot of pots. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, right? Um, 
All right. Well, that's it for news stories. Oh. Um, Ooh, one, one last thing. What? One last thing I just saw. A24 is coming out with a thing uh, called The Curse, American TV series written by Nathan Fielder and Benny Safdie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, I don't know what that's going to be. <laughs> uh, tense. It's going to be a curse. It's, it's going to be real tense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be having a lot of anxiety watching that. It says the series will yeah. explore how an alleged curse disturbs the relationship of a newly married couple as they try to conceive a child while co-starring on their problematic new HGTV show, Philip-anthropy. Like philanthropy, but flip. Huh. huh. Incredible. Incredible. That's it. Damn. That's it. So one one more thing. At one point, David Bruckner was going to do a Friday the 13th. Mm. Okay. Uh, I would have watched looks that. Looks like he isn't. It looks sucks. like he isn't anymore. Yeah, that's that 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 sucks. Anyway, mm-hmm. let's 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 take some more producers, mm-hmm. shall we? Yes. Um, big thank you to Del Griffith, the shower curtain fella. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you to the Midnight Spookum. What spookums at midnight? Mm-hmm. Thank you to Exploding Runes. Thank you. Thank you to Andrew Howe. Deck the halls with blood. Ooh, thank you. Thank you to Vincent. Thank you. Vincent, thank you to RevMD. Thank you so much. Thank you to Bootler. Bootleson. Thank you. Thank you to Tux. Tux. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thank you. Thank you to Norm from Cheers. Norm. Thank you to No One Can Hear You Scream in Space McNulty. Thank you. All right, let me jump in here. Thank you to your mom. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Nolan. <laughs> thank you to Nolan. 2B star Carol Mayton recommends 1989's Haunted Lawnmower Jaws ripoff Blades. All right. Thank, thank you to you. Andrew Drew Grant deserves more spooks. McGuire. What? Woo! <laughs> the stories you've woven this episode. I think you have plenty of spooks. Yeah, it's true. Uh, you are haunted. I would say. <laughs> haunting myself. Thank you to AJ. Thank you. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Tip Drizzle. Thank you into the burrito mouth of madness. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you to the ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Willem Dafoe's confusingly large dick. Chill. Hell yeah. Thank you. Thank you to Funky J. Mostly comes out at night. Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> thank you. And thank you to Pie Guy. Pie Guy. We love you. Thank you. It, it, Dave. Ooh. Dave. The ghost Dave. of Thanksgiving. The ghost of Dave. <laughs> yeah. We're reaching out to the ghost of Dave. <laughs> do you have a mask Uh that you can put on and chase drew into a treehouse no 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 don't do it only and terribly for you and i like you oh thanks do you have a movie that deserves more hype i do you scum yeah what is it i it's this one is kind of i saw this trailer and i thought oh this will ripen meaning like oh after enough time this will get some hype uh and then i realized this comes out the day this uh, podcast comes this, out November 4th. That's crazy. How this movie not get any yeah. hype? I've never even heard of I it. I don't fucking know. Oh, this is called Next Exit. Ooh. Uh it stars uh Ralph Coley. Raul Co- Coley is Raul that Coley. Yeah. Raul Coley. Uh from Midnight Mass and, Katie- and Bly Manor. Yeah. Um Katie Parker from yeah, Bly Manor. Katie Parker. She was also from Bly Manor. She was the uh Yeah, and she was in Hill House. Mm-hmm. Uh and if you're wondering, also Karen uh, Gillian is in mm-hmm. it, and she she was also in a Mike Flanagan, right? Uh, yes, she, well, her and her She's sister in... are both in Oculus. 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 So you're probably wondering who made this. Uh, it's Molly, I believe, <laughs> M-A-L-I, Elfman, 
who is the producer of Before I Wake, which is a Mike Flanagan film. Yeah, un- underrated uh, a little this... bit. Underrated. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, like, right away, this is just fuck, man. Um, it's currently sits at a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes with 28 reviews. Um, so I think it's been around festivals and such. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is about... Uh, the, the the premise feels corny to me, but again, like considering everybody behind it, I'm fucking in. It's about so apparently life after death has been discovered. It <laughs> reminds me of the Chuck Palnick short story in Haunted, mm-hmm, okay. where like there's mm-hmm. an afterlife, mm-hmm. there's a proven afterlife, and um, they found like the pre- the existence of ghosts in an afterlife, and this company, uh, this study in San Francisco. Uh, is looking for volunteers to commit suicide, mm-hmm. pain-free suicide, so they can study the afterlife. Mm-hmm. And two people, uh, two strangers, happen to end up sharing a rental car to go cross-country to do one of these uh, suicides. And that's what it's about. It's about the two, the two people going cross-country to kill themselves and go to the afterlife. Um, I, I don't know how... But like, I don't think this will just be a drama where like we never see the afterlife because I've seen some reviews that said it portrays a not comforting portrayal of the afterlife, which I think is interesting. Uh, oh. uh, yeah, I mean, l- let me go back to that that little re- that little synopsis. Uh, it says the widespread acceptance of ghosts has led to life beyond. And if you notice, Karen Gillan, who's playing the the scientist, sounds a lot like Elizabeth Holmes. So the idea that this might just be yeah. a con, <laughs> like a she bullshit, might, yeah. Yeah, might be some bullshit. Uh, it, it, yeah, the trailer shows like really spooky images of like s- like cameras detecting ghosts and shit. But you're right, it could be a con. That's amazing or, if it or is. Or like con or some unexplained phenomena. And the idea is that the scenes we're seeing of the afterlife might just be uh, dream sequences or something like that. Because it, it doesn't seem like the movie is about like them as ghosts, right? It's about like their no, journey. It well. It's definitely about the journey, yeah. yeah. Well, here's my thought. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie, or at least this trailer, reminded me a lot of that movie Wrist Cutters. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, which right. Which Dave and I covered. Um, I suspect they're already dead. Oh. Ooh, that's a good idea. Oh, interesting. Um, they're playing like a loop of their last days, like they're redoing it or something? Something like that, yeah. It- um. Anyway, that's what I suspect. But uh, I'd actually been hearing about this for a while. Oh. Um, no shit just uh, as it as it's been coming out uh, and showing in festivals over the past year and i've heard only good things and uh i like Raul coley a lot uh obviously i like everybody that's involved i didn't realize it was so deep in the flanagan wheelhouse um so yeah, it's, i didn't i had no idea karen gillen was in it um right, it's elbow deep and yeah so i'm like super interested in watching this movie i mean for sure it also yeah. me- well you'll get to today yeah okay. on oh, stream. shit. it's, it's on coming streaming. out on stream oh, hell yeah yeah uh, it's not just theaters. You don't have to go to some stupid theater. You get to just uh, fucking turn on the television. The idea that it's also like that... I never saw it, but the Gerard, Gerard Carmichael movie um, on the count of three that came out last year or about the two guys who want to commit suicide um, and they take a road trip together and it's just about them. Yeah. Science. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, yeah. Christopher Abbott and uh, Jamar, uh, uh, Gerard, Gerard Carmichael, Carmichael make a... And he directed it. Um, he, it's a idea that they have a suicide pact and they've decided they don't want to live anymore and they like... just they, Yeah. They just take a road trip to huh. like have their couple final days. Uh, that seems like what this is. Like in the sense it's not mumblecore, but it's like this almost like indie sweet drama. And if it, it turns out there is no ghost element that is, again, like maybe there is ghost, but maybe it's more of a MacGuffin. Uh, kind of situation like 
that would work for me. Like, I feel like the heart of the story isn't necessarily the afterlife, but um, Flanagan right. does that really well. Flanagan does like grief as a metaphor for ghost or ghost as a metaphor for grief, yeah. you know? Yeah, absolutely. This, by the way, isn't horror. It's described as horror adjacent. So I assume it's going to it's going to be like, yeah, have it's going to be like a ghost story. Yeah. Not ghost story, but a ghost story, right. ghost story where yeah. it's dealing with gothic elements and supernatural, possibly supernatural stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I'm super fucking curious about well, this. Well, because in, in this world, the, the, yeah, the existence of ghosts wouldn't make it a horror movie. It would make it the opposite, right? The idea that like this, right. would, this would be a very uplifting experience. Like, they wouldn't have to be alive mm -hmm. anymore. They could be with their loved ones in the confirmed existence of ghosts. The idea is that, like, right. I don't know if these ghosts are, like, what we think they are. Like, that they're just, like, the, your dead loved ones just walking around having, like, you know, regular lives in the afterlife. I mean, that can't be it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just want to see it. It looks good. Gonna watch Next it. Next exit. Yeah. Watch the trailer, folks, or just go on your Or streamies. just watch it. It's available now. Yeah. It's right behind you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's under the bed. <laughs> uh, that's a sewed, guys. We did it. Woo. Oh, Woo. no. Drew, thank you so much for coming on. Can I can I recommend a movie? Can I recommend one that yep. people have not seen that much? You can do whatever you okay, want. Okay, so sure. there's that. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys have talked about in, uh, Resurrection, that uh, Rebecca Hall movie. Oh, I need yeah, to see yes. that. Oh, I need to watch it. It is. That's another show. I'm mean, a movie that just took such a hard left. It took. There's no way you can guess what's going to happen in this movie. It's her and Tim Roth. It is weirdest fuck. <laughs> it's the weirdest fucking movie. Uh, so go I'm check excited. that out. I, yeah, I need to see that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, also, do you have other things you'd like to plug or say to the oh, world? Oh, yeah. Uh, guys, I do shows on uh, my YouTube channel. It's just Video Drew. I go by Video Drew uh, on all social media, so check that out. But I'm also like Drew Grant now, which is a real person who also exists in the world. I have uh, have an uh, article in the most recent issue of Fangoria interviewing Justin uh, uh, Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. Um, so that's <gasps> cool. That's I can't wait for something in the dirt. Oh. That movie, that's what it's about. I did two interviews with them about that uh, movie and just their extended universe that they have of um, their own shitty, they call it Shitty Carl Cinematic Universe. They're awesome. <laughs> I can't wait for their Loki. So go check that out. I've been doing more stuff with them recently. I do, um, I write for Honest Trailers sometimes, so check those out if you don't already. And uh, yeah, I do some I do some stuff over at uh, Rinker. That's fun. Um, oh yeah, you do. I do, I do some stuff over there. And then yeah, I'm the editor of a site called .LA. So check that out as well. And then that's all I do right now. That's it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, why don't you tell Everybody what we do? Everybody check that out. Uh, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y. Unemployed. Uh, for just $5 a month, you get access to a bunch of exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman. Yay. Fox Mulder is a maniac. Yay. Star Trek: The Next Futurama and Spiel Boys. <laughs> uh, we also uh, every Friday night we watch movies with our patrons. Sure do. Uh, lots of fun movies. We have a great time. Always good movies. Never bad movies. Quills. Uh, <laughs> never bad. <laughs> <laughs> never bad movies uh we also have a store head over to gamefullyunemployed.com you can find a link to our teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on t-shirts mugs stickers posters all sorts of things so slap your masked peepers onto that never bad movies mm -mm, never bad movies they're always great um say goodbye everyone goodbye Good night, bye everyone.
Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our channel artwork is produced by Michael Vincent Bramley. You can find more of his artwork at instagram.com slash mvbramleyart. Our episode artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.